All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Cast Conversations. As always, I'm joined by the beautiful Phil. Hey, guys. How's it going? Today, we're got the honor to be joined by our first international cast member, and her name is Pas. I'll let her introduce herself and tell us where you're from and uh, what years you did the international program. Hi. Yeah. Uh, how are you guys? Oh, good. 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 We're so happy to have you here. Thanks. Hi, my name is Paz. I'm from Argentina. I did my international program uh, actually two years. I did my first one on 2007 and my second one on 2011. So kind of a while ago, but yeah, <laughs> I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. I worked uh, during 2007 on the main entrance of Magic Kingdom. I was in all the area from like strollers and wheelchairs and lockers and everything you can find like right before the, the bridge, like before the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And on my second time, I was basically at Emporium again at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> oh, Working awesome. So. Merchandise in Emporium? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, merchandise. Okay. Awesome. So uh, how did you originally hear about the Disney College or the Disney International Program? Yeah, the International College program, um, actually, I was on my university, and one of my friends came telling me that one of her friends spent all her summer during this lane program at Disney World. (laughs) So um, I didn't find it that lame, and I wanted to find out more about it. So I got in contact with her, with her friend, my friend's friend, and she told me all about it. She was as excited as I am. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> excited enough to do it twice, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so mainly you said your friend got you interested in applying for the program? Oh, no, she was not interested. She was thinking that it was... No, so like through her, you got like interested from it? summer in uh, like working. <laughs> so. uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so was it difficult going so far away from your family? Not that much. It's not... Uh, that long usually it's like around four months it's not like college program that is longer and okay. you're like at the beginning you're getting used to like your new roommates uh, your job speaking in english all the time that you don't like have time to miss that much and then when you're starting to get like familiar with everything and happy with your job it's time to go back so it's kind of like a little like too short Oh, yeah, that gotcha, makes sense. Gotcha. Uh, what about the international program was most beneficial to you? Well, when I did my first program, I was studying um, scenic arts. That's kind of everything that goes on stage, makeup, lightning, costume. So, oh. Disney, like, I mean, Disney was Disney for me, literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I when I did my first program, I was so amazed by the company, like the, how the company worked inside. That when I finished that degree, I started uh, studying business to kind of like be part of a, a corporation now. <laughs> so it literally changed like the, the 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 way of my career or my degree. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I, I bet it, Disney would be really happy to hear you say that too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. So did you find that it was beneficial to be able to speak multiple language while working at Disney? Yeah, sure. With all the tourists you have from all over mm-hmm. the world, like it's a lot of help, not only for me, but for usually for the tourists. I yeah, exactly. a bit of French 
and we had some uh, uh, tourists from Canada. From Canada. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. That was so fun because I never get to speak in French. Like I never <laughs> thought I would be able to speak in French here in the United States. Like that. Now, is French your native language? My native language is Spanish. Okay. okay. Oh, you said you're from Argentina. Right. Uh, right. Right. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know the the, the native language. Of Argentina, <laughs> so it's fine. So, uh, did you find yourself using French more than you use Spanish, or was it? No, no. <laughs> we use a lot of Spanish. You a lot of Spanish. Lot, we have a lot of people coming from all over, like um, Spain, Mexico, Argentina. Also, we have sure. a lot of people from Argentina. Sure. So Spanish, I think, is the the second language that people most speak in 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 Walt Disney. Maybe, so, maybe Portuguese now that a lot of Brazilians are there. But, oh yeah. Well, I was going to say that I think that uh, Portuguese, I when I was there, I found Portuguese to be the most common that I had problems finding another cast member for. So I would have to go find a Portuguese-speaking cast member. And it was sort of hard for me to find one at times. Yeah, because it's very close to Spanish, but not ex like not as, as much. We can understand, but it's hard to communicate. So you have to find someone that actually speaks in Portuguese. And gotcha. that's not common. And not a lot of people know this, which is actually kind of cool. I don't know if you've got to experience this at all, or Phil, if you have. But you can call a number on the Disney landline phones, and it will be an operator that translates for you. Yeah, I used it. I used it, but with an Asian couple that I couldn't figure out what oh, they were. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's super helpful. It's super helpful, and it makes everything so much easier. Um, so do you have an example of a time that knowing multiple languages was like a game changer for you? Game changer. Not really. I think a lot of cast members, even not speaking like the several languages, try to make themselves understand. Like everyone is trying so hard, the guests and the casts, that I don't know, drawing, making charades, whatever people yeah. <laughs> understand each other. That is not that common in any job. But I think in Disney, you can like get by without even speaking the language. Exactly, just by like body gestures. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, just by like yeah, by body gestures and all of that, by um, being able to communicate that way, like you were saying. Yeah, I think like if you have the will, you'll make yourself understand. And <laughs> if the other exactly. person is trying to understand, they will. But it made it all much easier, like speaking the actual language. Sure. <laughs> of course. So, were all of your roommates international program members as well, or were they just uh, from America or like that? I had a lot of um, different roommates because when I arrived, I got placed with seven Americans that were finishing their college program. So, I oh, was wow. one international, actually. And when they finished, um, they, they moved me to another apartment where we were all internationals. But I got to experience, like, both... <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Roommates. That was fun. Any traits from like American lifestyle from that? Kind of fancier, I would say, because most of people that come from other countries don't bring much stuff. So it, you could see that all the American rooms were with their own like comforters and amazing pillows and pictures from everywhere. Oh, like, like overpacking God. almost. Yeah, that that would make sense, because you had to fly there, so yeah, you don't 
bring your comforter. That. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, that, that oh, go ahead. Everybody is really friendly, whether it's like international or American over there. So you said, did you say your international college program was for four months? Yeah, each time. It's so, the, um, the kind of the high season for the holidays, for Christmas and New Year's Eve is when usually the program is for, at least for South America. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh were you able to extend for a longer period of time or was your max four months? No, the max was four months because you need oh. to work to work. So oh, yeah. No chance to extend. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's really bad because a lot of people would do it. Like I, like I said, when you're finishing your program, you're kind of getting the hang of the job. So it's kind of like. Exactly. <laughs> Like as soon as you're done, you you know what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. You um, back home. So, do you have any stories, uh, possibly, of a time you had to deal with a guest that was maybe angry, angry, or, or there was a language barrier that you couldn't uh, get past, or anything that stands out in your mind? Oh yeah, I had to deal with a lot of angry guests. I worked at the the first time I worked in the main entrance area, and there's where we rent the EZBs. You know, oh, oh, yeah. I've heard a lot of things about those. Yeah, in Magic Kingdom, they run out of the ACVs really, really like in the early morning. So around 11.30 or 12 at noon, we, we had no more ACVs. So we have to deal with a lot of people complaining because you have to give them like first come, first served. You're right. not checking the disability because you don't know if the disability is showing or not. So you just give it, give it like to the first one that comes. Right. Sure. So we had to deal with a lot of people complaining, yelling with a good reason that they couldn't use these ECVs. And I realized that I got that kind of shift like three weeks in a row. Like the shift in the moment where the ECVs were running out. And I got yelled a lot. So I went to talk to my manager and I asked him, like, why I'm always in this shift? Why I'm always <laughs> dealing with this? <laughs> and they told me, like, oh, you're so patient. And oh, <laughs> nice with them. Geez. Like, we thought, mm, not, a, not a good idea. Please change because I'm not <laughs> being that nice with all that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's the one time that being nice is a problem. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> That's the <laughs> nice best. Always good. So kind of on the opposite side, what has been, or can you tell us a story, possibly several, of a magic moment that you were able to make for someone while you're in your time there? Yeah, from, like, on the top of my mind, I can think of one special one. Yeah, go ahead. I was working at the Emporium during the night parade, and a guest came and asked me if I had the Mike Wazowski, you know, the Monster Inc. shirt. Mm-hmm. And I told her that we didn't carry that because that was only in Tomorrowland at that time. And she told me, she showed me her eye and she showed me that she lost an eye. Oh, and no. oh my. Her, it was kind of important to have that shirt that she went to Tomorrowland and they told her that it was going to be at Emporium. So she didn't want to carry the shirt while she was walking in the park so she said okay when i leave i'll just grab it at emporium 
And she told me that she had brain surgery. And during her surgery, she lost the eye. When she woke up. Oh, my gosh. No eye. So it was kind of devastating for her. And she told me that the first time that she could laugh about that was when she saw Monster Sink. And she saw Mike Wazowski saying, like, Mike with one eye. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And how old was she? I think she was around, like, 35 or something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, kind of young. Yeah, it's really I young. I had like goosebumps. So I went and I don't know. The other thing is that during the parade, she couldn't walk because of the lights, like the changing of the lights and stuff with one eye. She couldn't like get depth of field. So she hmm. couldn't walk to Tomorrowland. So I talked to my managers because I think you know that you're not allowed to go in costume to another land. Right. Yeah. Not allowed in like Magic Kingdom at least. Yeah, and when I told her the story, she said that I should go to Tomorrowland any like in my costume. She didn't care. I didn't care. So <laughs> I ran to Tomorrowland, got the shirt, and of course gave it to her. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, we were all crying. I was oh, crying. That's really nice. Yeah, my manager was crying. Everyone was crying, but she was so happy. See, moments like that. It's like that's why people go to Disney World because of moments like that. Exactly. So. That's amazing. So did you find that it was easier to make moments like that working at the Emporium or more working in the front entrance? Definitely Emporium. In the, yeah. in the end, people don't want to stay much. They just want to go like through the entrance. Right, <laughs> so sure. They're ready to get in the park. Exactly. But the, when they're at the Emporium, they're like ready to buy so mm-hmm. they take their time and they they check everything around. So it's easier to to do magical moments. And the managers I had during that time really encourage us to do it. Like if you have to stop stocking the flash walls, you you can walk, go and help someone stop and play with kids. Like they didn't really care. Like if you see someone crying because they lost a balloon, you can go outside to the main street, grab a couple of balloons and give it to them. Like they really encourage that, so I did a lot. <laughs> I gave a lot. That's of nice. Stuff. That's amazing. So really quick, we're gonna throw it to a uh, commercial break, and then we'll be right back with Pass to talk about uh, more about her her role here, and then some of our classic Disney questions. So we'll be right back. Thank you to our friends over at Wicked Good for sponsoring today's episode. Wicked Good is a fragrance company that is brewed and bottled in the Witty City. They make a lot of natural scents as well as uh, a lot of Disney-inspired scents. I know two of my personal favorites are the Flight of Passage scent as well as the Pirates of the Caribbean water scent. Uh, Phil, you want to talk a little bit about your favorite? Yeah, my favorite's actually the Grand Floridian one. It's one of my favorite scents all around Disney parks. Uh, but we actually partnered with Wicked Good so that you can get 15% off just for listening to this episode today. Make sure to use the discount code CAST15 at your purchase. And we'll also throw the link in down in the description of this episode as well. You can also find it on all of our social media pages as well if you want to check it out there. Yeah, and a few great things about Wicked Good is all of their fragrances are handcrafted. Uh, They make one bottle at a time, and they also do samples if you want to try before you buy. Yeah, so make sure to go check out Wicked Good. Thank you, guys. All right, welcome back, everybody. Going to keep on going here with Post, and Jeremy will start it off with another question. So... 
when you were working at the Emporium, was there something that you always wanted to buy? Like you'd see it and you're like, oh, I want that. And you just never, maybe never bought it for yourself or finally worked up to it. Mm, I couldn't buy it. It was the, um, the huge Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> again, it's impossible to take that on a flight. Like, right, you have to buy sure. the Mickey for itself. <laughs> so that is kind of, like, my only thing that I would buy now. Yeah, when I, I was a photo pass photographer, and I wanted that vest so bad. Obviously, it wasn't for <laughs> sale, but I wanted that vest so bad. Um, I actually wanted my jacket that I had to wear for me. Yeah, that was golf. a nice jacket. It was really nice, but... Um, <laughs> so was it super magical for you being able to show up every day at work and see the Magic Kingdom? Yes, it was. Definitely. <laughs> Is, would you say that's the best view for all the parks? I the castle? It, especially from the main street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing is that during the, the, the holidays, I got to work a lot during the night. Like when the park was closed, we had to stock everything. So even if the park closes, closed at 1 a.m., I had to stay until 6 and the park is completely empty at that time. And I could just wander in the main street and see the castle all light up with the music and everything, but completely empty. That was kind of like the biggest perk I had. I oh, that's such a surreal that, Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, do you have a favorite holiday to work? Probably during Christmas. <laughs> yeah, everything is It's, it's really cool, decorated. It's very neat. Yeah, the fireworks are amazing also. The only thing is the, the, the people, like the amount of people that you have there is like crazy. Overwhelming, yeah. yeah. But still, it's amazing. Everything is beautiful. Did you ever pick up any shifts that weren't your normal locations, like the Emporium or oh, Front Gate? Sure. I worked everywhere. Every- I worked in attractions, food and beverage. I worked in the four parks. I worked at um, La Nuba, you know, the, the um, Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That they had. I worked everywhere. Wow. I worked to see everything. So I, I worked everywhere. Um, down to Disney at that time, now Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to try everything. And I would so, say, yeah. Um, oh, no, sorry, I cut you off. But um, of the four parks, so obviously... Magic Kingdom, I'm guessing, is your favorite to work at. What is your second favorite park to work at? Um, that's hard. Probably Hollywood Studios. The correct oh, answer. Very man. good. That was my park, so you, you answered right. You must have done your research. <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of like the, the less crowded, I think. Exactly, so people... for a few more weeks. <laughs> for a few more weeks, that's right. That's correct. <laughs> Then it's going to be like seven times as crazy as ever. So Absolutely. speaking of crowds, uh, was there a time of day that it was the most crowded in the gift shops and stores? Yeah, during the night when the park is empty. Oh, interesting. The, oh, so like when people are leaving? has to leave through the main street. And they, have, yeah. and they want to buy um, like everything they, they, they saw during the day. So they have to go through Emporium. And that's, that was when it was the most crowded. Well, thinking about it, that's when I did all my shopping at the end of the day. Yeah, that's when I... Because you don't want to carry everything around throughout the whole day either. But... Right. Yeah. So, what would you say is... If you know, what would be the most sold item at the Emporium? Keychains. Keychains and magnets. Really? Magnets? Yeah. People take them, like, 
a lot in a bunch. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's like an easy gift you can give someone. Yeah, and it's a small souvenir that you can take if you have to take for friends and family. Right. Sure. So, uh, did you enjoy being constantly busy with guest interaction? Loved it. Yeah, I prefer to be over busy than to be bored. Definitely. It makes time go faster, and it oh, makes the job more magical. Exactly, yeah. Did when you... You're... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, when you're busy, <laughs> you, don't, you don't look at the watch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So did you get to participate in pin trading while working at the Emporium? Yeah, a lot. I actually got, like, seven lanyards because I for... keep forget... forgetting them. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was when the pin, the pin trading kind of just started so everyone like the managers were encouraging us to trade so if we forgot mm. there, they would give us another one and they would give us another one and it was fun <laughs> i loved what, it what was your favorite pin that you got oh i got a little timothy mouse you know the the mouse from dumbo oh yeah a really tiny one. Oh, that's so cool on my tie you know the emporium uniform has a small tie yes yeah yeah yeah. I got it from a guest. It was kind of like a vintage, really old and unique one. So I decided to keep them. <laughs> that one I traded for one of mine and I used that used it there. I was allowed to use it there. <laughs> oh, that's okay. so cool. Could you actually possibly explain for people that may not know how pin trading works and like did you have to buy your own pins or were they provided to you? That kind of stuff? My experience with the pin trading, they would give me a lanyard. You can choose mm -hmm. to, to, to wear the one on your neck or on your, like, a little square on, on your belt, like, on that area. And um, I, I would get 12 pins that I couldn't choose at the time. Mm -hmm. like the first couple of pins that they give you, they just give it to you. You cannot choose. And you, can, you could also choose if you wanted to trade with everyone or just kids. So that would change the color of the lanyard. Like if you wanted just to trade with kids, you would choose the, the um, green one. And if you wanted to trade with everyone, just any other color. Hmm. Oh, That's I didn't know cool. that about the colors. No, I didn't either. At least it was that, like that at that time. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. At least it was like that at that time. Then um, after your shift, if you had like double, doubles, yeah. Pins, I mean, you could go and ask, um, there's a little booth, at least in Magic Kingdom, where you can go and ask another cast member to, to change the, um, the pins that you have. And even if you want to have like a special collection or something that like you want, I don't know, cars, they would give you all your pins from cars. And that's it, actually. That was oh, that's really cool. my experience with the pins. <laughs> So yeah, that's you good. Know, when, you trading, when you were pin trading, did you find that there was a pin or a collection that people didn't really want? Yeah, the vinylmation pins. Oh, okay. Hmm. Really, oh. I got a lot of those because people wanted to get rid of them. That's funny. They mostly wanted like the, the the characters, like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, and right. like mm -hmm. the classics. The classics, exactly. So um, Weird. then going. <laughs> so uh going back to merchandise what was your favorite part of merchandise was it the uh guest interaction yeah i love that and helping people to choose things i had 
grandmothers buying like the entire outfit of all the princesses for their granddaughters <laughs> and helping them like get the shoes and get the wand and get the crown and it was amazing. I really loved it. You have a lot of freedom to do whatever you want. So that's great because if you're working in operations or other things is you're more restrained by security and stuff when you're working with merchandise you have more freedom to do whatever you want really yeah so kind of going off of that uh if you could if you could have chosen a specific job that you didn't try while you're there which one would you have wanted to try or work at i always wanted to work at the hunted mansion amazing that would be yeah. so that would be awesome. What would you name your bat? Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. <laughs> I never thought about it. <laughs> that's one to think about for when you possibly work there in the future. Uh-huh. That's something to think about. Exactly. Um, so Haunted Mansion, and then are there any other rides you really enjoy that you'd possibly like to work at? Um, let me think. I didn't think about this. Um, I like soaring a lot. I think it's Oh, amazing. that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. And I would like to try, like, Photopass. I would love to Photopass. Photopass oh. is so much fun. Yeah. I study for a little bit of photography, and I think it's amazing. And you get to take a lot of awesome pictures with that background. That is amazing. Um, so we are going to move on to some of our uh, classic questions for the interviews. So we'll go through, and I'll just ask you a few of these. If you don't have the answer, it's okay. Feel um, free to take your time as well. Yes. Don't worry don't about have, it. You don't have to spit it off real quick. Okay, so, uh, Phil, you want to start the first one? Yeah. What would be your top three favorite Disney movies? Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I love Wally. Love Wally. Um, I like very much Rapunzel, the Tango. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and if I have to go with one of the oldest, probably with Aladdin. Okay, so how did you like the remake? <laughs> I didn't see it yet. I have a oh, no. old child. He says turn one and I have no one to live it with to go to the movie. So I'm, oh. waiting for it. I'm like screaming. <laughs> I, I, the last one I saw was Mary Poppins. So I, okay. I, little, yeah, I have well, to. Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. I mean, I have to, to catch up with all my movies. Sure. Yeah. Well, Pause, if it makes you feel better, I haven't seen Aladdin either. So. <laughs> well, I'm not the only one then. That's good. Uh, do you have a favorite Disney character? I love Nemo. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't can, think we've had that yet. But it's very similar the story to the lady that I told you. I um, I stopped hearing from one ear one day. I woke up without my hearing from my right ear. So I kind of like feel that with his lucky thing, it's kind of like... <laughs> So it's kind of my lucky year. I just use it for earrings. So. Oh, that's a cool story. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so I kind of identify a little bit with it. <laughs> so, uh, would you? What would you say your favorite Disney princess is? Rapunzel, probably. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. So I'm guessing possibly Rapunzel might make it on this list. But do you have two uh, favorite Disney songs? Two or three? Two or three. I know my favorite of all times is probably part of your world. 
Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Yep, definitely a good one. Um, then also be our guest. I like the classic. You know, <laughs> I, I think know. I think Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid have consistently made it on our uh, songs list. I I would agree. Yeah, that's a popular one. Yeah, I mean the, the songs of those movies are amazing. That's why I think they're making them again. Like everyone of our age knows those songs by heart, and they are amazing. So exactly, like you, you can't beat the perfection of those movies. No, no. Nope. <laughs> oh, so they're doing them again. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are attracting all the millennials. Right. Hey, nope. and and we're willing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's of correct. <laughs> so probably my favorite question to ask: uh, What, uh, in your opinion, was the ride with your favorite line cue? So when you're, yeah, when you're waiting in line, it's kind of a weird question, but what what was your, the one with the coolest stuff to look at or things like that, that was best themed? Oh, I love Tower of Terror. Yeah, Yeah, that one's really good. Once you get inside. Everything, like, already is setting you in the mood for the drop. Like, everything, <laughs> the lights, the the furniture, all the spider webs everywhere. I love that time. I hate it, and I love it at the same time because I get so <laughs> nervous, but I love it. So, leading into that, then, do you have a favorite ride? Oh, yeah. Rock and Roller Coaster, probably. There we go. Two, two, tower, or two uh, Hollywood Studios answers. <laughs> That's what I like to see. Um, I have a favorite in each park. I've okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Rock and Roller Coaster is the one in Hollywood Studios. Um, mm-hmm. I like Everest at uh, the Animal Kingdom. Hunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom and Soaring at Epcot. So now with those, those are all brilliant answers. With that, do you have a least favorite ride in each park? Oh, in each park. I really don't enjoy the Hall of Presidents. No, yeah, neither do I. (laughs) Very boring. I don't want to... I'm not American, so I don't know who enjoy it. But I really don't. And the land is not my favorite also. At Epcot? Yep. Another snooze fest. Oh, that's that's going to be rough for my dad to hear. His <laughs> it, it's it's a nice relaxer for sure. But oh, yeah. And if it's raining also, too. it's really nice. But Sorry, Mr. I Schwartz. wouldn't choose it. And um, in Hollywood Studios, I love it and I hate the, um, the Tower of Terror. I have like both <laughs> feelings for it. Yeah, mixed feelings. <laughs> and then and, um, also Magic Kingdom. Oh, you said uh, Hall of Presidents. My bad. Animal Pres- Kingdom. Yeah, and I Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Uh, Kilimanjaro Safari. Uh, no, Kilimanjaro Safari. No, I love Kilimanjaro. I mean the Kali River Rapids. I ah, hate oh, okay. I hate. I hate <laughs> water rides. I don't like to get wet. If I wanted to get wet, I'd take a shower. Of so. course, yeah. So. <laughs> I have showers everywhere. Exactly. You have. A I want to go see dinosaurs. You want to. Right. <laughs> so uh, my husband loves it, so I always have to go. <laughs> right. And I that's, always that's get wet, and he doesn't. So I think it's karma. Like somewhere <laughs> goes, I don't like to get wet, and I still get wet. Right. <laughs> yep. That's how it works. So when you're feeling a little hungry, what's your favorite snack to grab at the parks? The best, I think, is the Casey's corn dog nuggets. I love them. I can't go to the parks and don't eat those. And so, 
You say you can't go to the park. You have to go to the parks to eat those. What's a Disney must do? Besides from taking pictures of everything. <laughs> yeah. um, I think pin trading is really fun. And I always go, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but if you go to Castle Couture, behind the, the castle in Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom, mm-hmm. you can ask to be showered with pixie dust. Like, you oh, know, cool. yeah. You can go there and they kind of make a spell and they, they shower you with pixie dust. So it's really fun. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a lot of good fun. For children, but if you go, even if you're a like, male, female, they don't care. I did it for my husband also and... <laughs> We get pixie dust and walk the park with pixie dust. I hey, everyone needs a little magic, right? Yeah. And you get so, the whole like cast spell over you, so it feels like you had a kind of a blessing, like a magical blessing. I don't know. It's fun. Oh, that's awesome. Mickey Mouse, and, or uh, I mean, not Mickey Mouse, uh, Tinkerbell does her magic on you. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, so that'll kind of bring it to the end of the podcast. Um, before we do a little closing statement, of course, I just want to bring up our social media. If you guys are still listening and want to follow us on uh, Instagram, it's at Cast Conversations. We actually have a giveaway going on right now, so make sure you check out our Instagram for a little more information on that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Cast Convo, and then give us a like on Facebook. Yeah, and we want to thank uh, Paz for joining us today. We had a great time talking to yeah, you. Yeah, it was really awesome having you. And me too. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, and then always just make sure you give us a rating on uh, Spotify or on podcast or Facebook, wherever you listen to us. And again, just thank you for joining us. And we are we're all happy to have you here. Yes. Thank you guys very much. All right. We'll see you later. Bye.